Hi, Emily. It's Kim. I just want to say good luck in the half tomorrow. I'll be reading for you. I registered my 10-year-old in the um, kids race for tomorrow, and we went out today to practice the 1.5K. And as we uh, rounded up this hill, he turned to me and he said, I am strong. I am capable. This run is going to be great. And I was so happy. I wanted to share that with you. I have a picture of you with that mantra from one of your Instagrams taped in my closet. So I love that he conjured up his, my mantra from my closet for our hurdle moment together. Like, honestly, how could I not start five minute Friday with that story? I am sitting here in the AG studio in my feelings. You all know who it is. It's Emily here. Just looking out my gloomy window, reflecting on a crazy week. And I am just having so many, yeah, so many feelings. I ran a half marathon last weekend. It was a great time. And not just an actual great time in that it's the fastest I've ever run a half marathon. But It was a great time because I went into last week, weekend, I went into last weekend wanting to have fun and focused on fun. I've talked about this briefly on the show before, but my biggest takeaway from the New York Marathon last year was that I wasn't in it for what felt like the right reasons in the moment. In the moment, I was so wrapped up in pace and worried about performance that I forgot why it is that I toe the line in the first place. I run because of the feeling that it gives me and because it's a reminder that I am capable and because of the community and so many things. And because I wasn't focused on that stuff, I like look back on that experience and I'm proud of me, but I learned because now that I know better, I can do better. And so I went into what felt like this fun opportunity last weekend with the mindset that fun was priority number one. If quote unquote running fast wasn't fun, then that's not what I wanted to do last Saturday. What I wanted to do last Saturday was go out and have a good time with my city. That's what I wanted to do. And that's exactly what I did. And it all paid off. Um, I feel I've been rambling about this for three minutes and 22 seconds. And that's not actually what I came to talk to you about today. So I digress. Five minute Friday. Here I am. What I actually really want to wrap about here today is abundance and manifestation. And I totally understand that this is one of those things that can feel really floofy. I think that's a real word. I'm going to use it here. But lately, there are a lot of things that are going on in my life that are beyond my control. A prime example of this would be something like my rent going up by an exorbitant amount of money long sigh. (laughs) I am not leaving this apartment. I worked way too hard to put it together. I'm happy here. And so I tried to counter the rent moment. It didn't work. And now I am just accepting that this is something that's happening in my life. And I am going to come into a circumstance by doing the things that are within my control 
to make this work for me. Sitting here and worrying about the things that I can do absolutely nothing about does me no good. And it was interesting, right? Because instead of sitting here angry about the rent thing, it was as if magic happened yesterday and opportunities that I didn't expect started to come my way. And I'm not saying that I'm going to sit down at my desk every day and there are going to be like dollar signs in my inbox. But it was one of those days where things just kind of started rolling. Granted, for every like one of those days, there's a zillion days that does that, that doesn't happen. I feel the need to reiterate that again. But you just got to trust. So I continually ask myself, How can these situations that are beyond my control, how can I make them work for me? Another really good example of where I had to come into this mindset, understanding that these things in my life that might be difficult are happening to work in my favor. I was trying to get a doctor's appointment last month. And after finally securing one, the day of the appointment, I got a call that the doctor had to cancel. And oh my God, if you saw me sitting in this exact spot when that happened, I was beside myself just in tears, so frustrated at the system and how much money I pay for health insurance that feels like it does nothing for me. And I was texting with someone and she asked me that question. Why do you think that maybe this is happening for you in that moment? Well, in retrospect now, that moment led me to joining One Medical here in New York. I ended up being able to get in same day to see a doctor. Now I've seen that doctor twice and I really like her. I feel like it was all supposed to happen this way, but in the moment it can be extremely frustrating when it feels like the world is out to get you. So circling back on this idea of manifestation and understanding that life can happen for you if you open yourself up to possibility, I encourage you to maybe do some thinking about how you can be proactive instead of reactive. How can you put more trust in what's going on in your day to day? And how can you feed what it is that you really want into the world so that you open up the pathway for these things to come back to you. Again, I know it's a little floofy, but I feel as though when I have started to surrender a little bit more lately and trust the process and be upfront with myself and trust that the things that I am doing that are within my control are enough, things have started to seem like they're working out a little bit for me in that way. And it feels really good. So my prompt for you this week, what's something that maybe you can reframe in your life right now that is happening for you instead of to you? What is something that maybe you can reframe in your life right now that is happening for you instead of to you? And now a listener question. Hey, Emily, this is Steph. I'm a huge fan of the podcast, and I wanted to let you know how much you've helped me overcome hurdles, even in sports outside of running. One of the many things I admire about you is your mental strength. And so my question for you is, how do you build that mental strength and endurance needed to be an athlete? Through all the ups and downs and triggers that you may go through, it may be easy to have a setback but how do you build that mental strength and maintain it in a sport, especially if it's competitive? Is there anything that you do or that you read 
or maybe that you say to yourself that can help you maintain it for the long run? Any advice or tips would be helpful. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. What's going on, Steph? It's always good to hear your voice. Mental strength in sport. Mental strength in sport is a muscle. Your mind is a muscle just like your calves, your biceps, your quads. And that muscle grows with exercise. That muscle grows when you work it. So when it comes to building fortitude and strength to push through hard moments, that's not something that's just going to happen overnight, although I think a lot of us wish (laughs) that it worked that way. What I've learned through all of the tough moments that I've gone through is that these moments happen to teach me something. And when you approach future tough moments with that understanding and with that mindset, then you know when things get hard that there is opportunity in that. Again, it's not something that you can automatically fall back on this idea in a hard moment that this is happening for me, even though it feels like I actually want to die right now. (laughs) It doesn't work like that. But what I encourage you to do the next time that something feels hard or it feels like you, quote unquote, can't even is ask yourself if you have a little more gas in the tank. This morning, for instance, I was doing an interval workout and the interval workout was four reps of eight minute efforts. And at the beginning of the first effort, I'm like something like two minutes in and it feels absolutely impossible. And so I start to break it up into smaller little doables. Those small little doables will change your life. I started every minute changing the song that I was listening to. And as a result, this thing that I was dreading, it started to breeze by. And when it's done and the effort is done, you realize and are reminded of your strength, even though there was a moment when you doubted yourself. And that, oh, that's the best damn feeling in the world. And so if you can muster up the courage, the bravery to start and actually start and be present in that moment and be proud of yourself and keep pushing little by little as the challenge persists, then you have the opportunity, and I use that word all the time, but you know that it is to be true, that it is an opportunity to prove to yourself your capability, and what you can do if you put your mind to it. Little doables, self-belief, and the rest of the pieces will slowly fall into place. That's it for this week. Make sure you're following me over at Emily Abadi and also Hurdle over at Hurdle Podcast. I'll see you on Monday for episode 200. Trust me, it's a good one. Another hurdle (laughs) conquered. Catch you guys next time.